Wait, I just realized this is going to be the 169th episode. Ooh. And we're, again, we're not doing anything for it. Last time we did Iron Man movies, whatever. Um, this time we're do, doing... Do we make it a quiz episode on all sex, sex movies? All sex movies. Like, it's called pornography. <laughs> How about maybe we throw quiz, something in the, in the a announcements? Quiz, a quiz episode where we talk about Fifty Shades of Grey. How about we maybe throw something in the announcements? Okay. All right. <laughs> Fine. 269, we'll really go into it. <laughs> we'll detail every sexual encounter we've always dreamed of with Christian Grey. And every single sexual encounter we've ever had with each other. 20-hour <laughs> pod. <laughs> anyway, what Live. a terrible story. <laughs> <laughs> Not great. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 169th episode of the Poorly Planned Podcast. Also, I just had a horrible realization. I saw my grandfather recently, and he was like, are you still doing that YouTube thing? Show me how to find the... And hmm. I just imagine this is the episode he clicks on. <laughs> so we'll do a 20-hour pod detailing our sexual encounters <laughs> with one another. And the, about to start the, the pod, and then genuine horror. Oh my god, it's pod 169. <laughs> Fireworks shoot-off. <laughs> uh, anyway, my name is Benedict... You may know me better as BHL Hudson. Here we talk about movies, TV shows, bunch of nonsense. With me as always is my friend, co-host, and 169th buddy. God. That, um. mm, my, my buddy, <laughs> Frederick. My post-New Year's buddy. Anyway, Anyways. we're back yes. with another episode this week. Um, yeah, we're we, here. We, we did spend New Year's together. We did. Partly. We jumped uh, into the New Year. We did. And then, with other people, I'd like to be clear, it wasn't just the two of us. Yeah. Today, we're going to be catching up Ooh. on some much-needed mini-reviews that we did not get to in 2022. Mm. So we have a couple, there are time codes down below. We have a couple of, uh, the main ones aren't even going to be mini-reviews. They're so going to be big old reviews. We have uh, a couple mini-reviews at the start of just some stuff we've been watching, mm -hmm. random things. And you can skip around. At the end, we're going to talk Violent Night. Ooh. We're going to talk Avatar The Way of Water. Mm. And we're going to talk about... Glass Onion, A Knives Out oh, Mystery. mystery. Oh. I don't need an iPad. You're the imposter, Benoit. <laughs> uh, there was, there was, I'd like to make it clear, I do not need an iPad. I was genuinely, this is so sad, but I was thinking we were going to do this bit where we do the Benoit accent, and I remember there was a quote from the movie that was like, oh, that's a good one, I should, I should do okay, that one. Okay. I genuinely cannot remember what it is now. I took time out of my day to think of well, a Benoit quote that was really good. Well, I'm sure um, we can find it quickly. Um, he <laughs> breaks down psychologically. <laughs> anyway, we'll get to it. Um, but yeah, shall we get into some movie talk? That's what we hear. here to I do. love movie talk. Um, first things first. I'll, I'll I'll go with a film class one. The last movie I watched for film class Ooh, this semester. Okay, and it is a classic uh movie that I probably won't have a lot to say about because it's. Mm -hmm. Not very funny. It's quite a sad film, but ah. <laughs> uh, we watched *Brokeback Mountain* and had to write on like various articles about it. So I am kind of also totally out of energy for this movie because I've spent like weeks writing an essay about it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, a very excellent film. Super sad. Yeah, just a just a sad old time. Not it's, <laughs> bad uh... vibes. <laughs> it's very. Joel and Hall and Ledger. And Ledger. By the way, I know he gets all the credit for, for the Joker performance. <laughs> and he should, because he sucked in this movie. <laughs> Genuinely amazing performance. Like, very, mm. I don't know, just very understated, I guess. Okay. I don't know. That, <laughs> probably a word I used in my essay. But yeah, <laughs> a, like a beautiful but very sad film. One thing I think you would enjoy about it 
is the music. Ooh. Fucking really great. And okay. there's one specific song here. Skyrim theme. <laughs> Imagine that during the beautiful lovemaking scene. <laughs> Skyrim. <laughs> uh, is there a lot of lovemaking scenes in this movie? Uh, there's only one that's kind of explicit and then the rest is kind of implied. But okay. it, is, it is quite a heartbreaking movie. I will say stash of the year contender for Hall by the end. <laughs> I know that's not what the, the point of it is, but he has an excellent stash. <laughs> I think that's the whole point of all the other stash movies we do, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but just just the beautiful, like, melancholic vibe of this. Again, I might have to cut this out of the pod for copyright, but look up uh, The Wings by Gustavo Santalola. Anyway, very, very good score. That does sound very good. So anyway, Brokeback, kind of a weird one to start on because not a lot, like, uh, funny to say about it, mm. but a great film. I would uh, okay. I'd recommend to you, personally. I will, um, I've, I've always wanted to check it out mm. because I've, I've heard great things. Are we are we gonna rate these little movies we've we've seen? Oh, should we in the new year are we bring ratings into it? I think we should bring ratings into it. I'm a, I'll give Brokeback Mountain a, an eight point eight out of ten. Ooh. Very good film. Couple okay. of couple of kind of mid moments I'd say that are a little little on the nose. Kind mm. of some pieces of dialogue. Couple of moments where they're spotted in a way that I'm like, you. There, I feel like there's a way to you not getting spotted in this moment like yeah. you could wait five seconds to kiss before your wife sees you out of the anyway, <laughs> besides that yeah mm. brilliant film fair fair all right let me let me see here i watched the movie troll Ooh, the, the netflix kind of, the kind of like I, I think it's nor i forget if it's swedish or norwegian norwegian right yeah yeah the norwegian netflix movie very i'm actually very curious to hear about this um so pretty good mm. but also don't think i'd want to watch it again the, the troll himself, pretty well done. I was going to say, think. how's the troll? The troll, I mean, he's sad. He's, he's not doing great. Oh. And I didn't love the ending. It didn't, it didn't feel like, a, like that good of an ending. It sets up a sequel, first of all. Hell yeah. Um, are you going to watch this movie, or can I spoil it? I'll let, I'll let you spoil it. I was thinking about watching it, but... Mm. but wait, first of all, let me just see what I wrote for Letterboxd. I wrote... That's not good. Let me... Um... Hashtag big hard dudes. <laughs> Okay. Um, um, wait, that this, isn't, is, this isn't for Troll. This is for... Uh, this is for... Assbusters 3. <laughs> <laughs> the Italian stallion right here. <laughs> um, no, so basically, he is made of rock. Gotcha. Kind of. And he has a full erection the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> he is rock hard. <laughs> it's very fitting. Um, oh, no. I clicked on a Toyota ad. <laughs> Anyways. Um, there is some very, very enjoyable characters. Mainly Andreas Isakson, which I've written King Andreas Isakson, mm. which is like the prime minister's like advisor who like, I don't know, he's very, very enjoyable. Also kind of gives me a mix between Yasin and Lele vibes. Ooh. So um, do with that what you will. Interesting. <laughs> the viewers, that is. Yeah. <laughs> it's the viewers who've, who've seen these people maybe for five minutes each <laughs> over the course of the plot. Um, but then the end of the movie is basically like... The troll, like, obviously, like, there's a whole thing of, like, ah, uh, it's, like, they're mining in the mountains, which then wakes up the trolls, and, like, they're in the wrong, because it, right. that's his place of of slumber. Mm. But then there's, like, a high-speed chase where he's, like, running after them, <laughs> and then the movie ends, where it's, like, it's revealed that he's been, like, suffering a bunch of this big troll, and then he just dies through sunlight. Oh. It's very, just kind of, like, meh. How do they set up a sequel, then? Because then they're, like, oh, and he had a wife. And oh. then you hear roars in the mountain. <laughs> it's, God. um, so Classic. honestly, like, I think it's a very well, like, especially like the CGI wise for like a foreign movie, mm. big budget. I liked, but otherwise 
<laughs> for the one, one of them Scandinavian piss boy movies. Yeah, honestly, you've you've seen uh, Ant Boy. Like, man, I love Ant Boy. I fucking hated Ant Boy. I I don't remember if I've seen the movie. I just remember <laughs> <laughs> I read all the books though, and the, the, books, the books were better. The books were great. The books were almost as good as Iqbal Falouk. Oh, nothing was as good as Iqbal Falouk. Those were iconic. God, sorry, slight tangent. <laughs> um, Troll, pretty good. It was interesting because I I saw the trailer and it looked. It got a lot of hype, the film, mm. because it was sort of kind of came out of nowhere. And it is sort of like a, I guess when it's a foreign film, like a Norwegian thing, it's like, ooh, this could, this could be interesting and different to the mm-hmm. to the American public. Me as a half Scandinavian. I of course. Like, it looks mid. <laughs> but okay. I was, yeah, I was kind of curious. What I will say there's like some horrifically stupid decisions made in this movie um, and some very unlikable characters, but mm. overall decent. I give it a, let me say a six, out of, six or 6.5 out of 10. We'll go three trolls out of four. Troll wives. Troll troll wives. (laughs) I really had to get that in there. Uh, Andreas Isaksons. Okay. Um, I would say also, just on that, I feel like that represents Norway pretty well of a bunch of stupid decisions made and unlikable characters. Boom. Take that, Norway. You don't like Norway? I don't, don't we hate Norway? We're Danish. Sweet, I know we hate Sweden, Sweden. but we've Norway, probably... we, we, we chill with Norway. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. So sorry. <laughs> I take it all back. Diplomatic relations crumble. <laughs> Nukes launched. Um, anyway. Oh, shit. Norway, I'm sorry. Uh, well, speaking of Danish things, uh, Papa Hudson... I... That's it. <laughs> it's just a concept. Um, it's a state of mind. I was like, you know what? We can watch a movie of your choosing. We'll let it happen. And he chose... The film Pusher. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's from the 90s. It's a uh, Danish drug crime film. Okay. Apparently quite a famous one. Um, it's is, this, from... is this the one with Nikolai Kostovaldo? It is not, no. Then I've, I don't know. <laughs> but it's directed by Nikolai Winding Refn, who people may know as the director of Drive. It's kind of gone on Ooh, to be a pretty okay. big, big deal. And in a minor role, not in the main character role, but in a very kind of small, quite sad role, does have one of the earlier performances. Of your boy, Mads Mikkelsen. Of Mads Mikkelsen? A bald Mikkelsen. With no. respect written on the back of his head, because he's, a, oh, he's what? a tough guy. Anyway, he Interesting. gets... Spoiler alert, he gets beaten near to death with a baseball bat. <laughs> but very dark film. It's just like a very gritty, okay. grim crime drama about this guy. He owes money, and then he the guy, the mob leader, wants the money, and then he has to go get the money, and sadness and violence ensues. Quite good, but... um. I was a bit of a confusing choice from the pop arts, and I'm like, you could have picked any and film. And you choose this like, niche Danish grim, grim Danish movie. crime drama. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, a good movie, I'd say maybe like a 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10? Okay, yeah, fair. Solid. 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 <laughs> I can leave you with a reminder <laughs> of why she walked away in the first place. That's not the one I was thinking. I found, I, I think this is what it was. It probably wasn't, right, but... but. <clears throat> Disruption. At the end when the whole thing explodes. Spoilers. He's not a genius. He's an idiot. <laughs> His dock doesn't work. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we'll get to it. We'll get to I, I, it. I don't need an iPad. <laughs> Clearly does. <laughs> Clearly desperately needs an iPad. Um, when I was in Lisbon, mm. I watched a cheeky bit of Collateral. Ah, classic. A little rewatch. A great movie. Uh, Silver-haired Cruise. Mm. Beautiful. Kissable. Um, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely. <Review>. Remote. <laughs> Cruise, kissable, and silver-haired. <laughs> definitely. 
<laughs> um, and Jamie Foxx also just kind of delightful, you know? Yeah. And kind of like watching it back the second time, I I don't think I enjoyed it as much the second time, but still a very good movie. And um, I was like, in the beginning when they talk, because you've seen it, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. When uh, in the beginning when they talk about, all right, someone could die on the subway for six hours here and uh, no one would. No one realizes like ah okay well that's right classic cruise death um but a great movie I'm gonna give it a little seven out of ten oh we're just nice. <laughs> seven point five actually I was gonna say that's kind of low for <laughs> for a cruise movie um the last three that I have here that are mini I'm just gonna rattle off because they're mm. not they're not that <laughs> important <laughs> no offense <laughs> um but I rewatched Guardians two mm-hmm. just a fun old time still have the same complaints that I did when we talked about it, it has some some kind of weird pacing and some low moments, but I think one of the more emotional MCU movies, like yeah. especially at the end, very very heartfelt, got mm-hmm. me a little bit. Yeah, um, a little Yondu action. Yeah, yeah I'd say like a seven point eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kingsman two. Rewatch that for whatever reason. Interesting choice. Same same exact same problem. Like some of it's pretty fun. A lot of it's unbelievably awful. Like <laughs> so bad. It's it's actually you like. Think- if we walked in watching it for the first time with the mindset of not expecting it to be super good, would we enjoy it more? Because is there like are there nutty yeah, moments? No, there's definitely there's definitely good moments, and I appreciated the Merlin death more. Mm. I, I very much enjoyed the Can's empty. Can's empty. Deep reference there for long time listeners. The, yeah, how how long has it been since we made that one? Like, uh, like a month. <laughs> <laughs> um, but just the whole Harry storyline is just like weird and sad and yeah. uncomfortable and the fucking the 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 political thing in the background it's like the president is they pile them all in cages and it's like god what the fuck the shot of them do you remember that all of them in cages yeah. one of the worst shots i've ever seen in the <laughs> film truly i was just like what the fuck were you thinking <laughs> what is happening right here <laughs> pedro's great channing's great there's great things that are like mm. you could do so much more with i do not like the the main villain either what's her name oh yeah poppy Poppy. <laughs> this is very <laughs> fucking absurd. Uh, anyway, four out of ten. Okay. It does have some good stuff. And finally, I watched for the first time Matilda. Ooh. Uh, the one from the 90s, I guess, where Danny DeVito's the dad. Um, <laughs> Terrifying, but yes. <laughs> yeah, right. Genuinely quite an enjoyable film. Very okay. nutty. I actually liked it a lot. It was pretty fun. Um, that's that's all I have to say about that. Interesting. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. Fun, fun kids film. Um, I will... I will bunch these two in together as well as my last two because sure. very topical mm. a double Denzel <laughs> <laughs> whatever woman or man wants in a burger <laughs> <laughs> can I please have the double Denzel <laughs> it's just his tongue <laughs> it's his newt sack alright all right. it's uh, his tongue licking his newt sack ah we did new it new year new year same <laughs> us <laughs> New Year, much worse us. <laughs> New Year, better content. <laughs> God. Um, yeah, so the first one, Equalizer, or mm. The Equalizer. A very good Denzel moment. <laughs> <laughs> they have an Oscar for that? <laughs> the best, best Denzel, Denzel moment? Um, it's just a, a very, very good movie. It's got Chloe Grace Moretz in it, and just some, like, you know, not the deepest meaning or anything like that, but some very, very cool action shots with, uh, with Denzel. Mm. Um... I give it like an eight point five out of ten. Sure. And then the next one, I think it was called The Little Things. Great cast. We're rocking mm. Rami Malek. I think there might be a Leto in there somewhere. Leto, <laughs> Denzel, and a, and a few other people that I, I failed to remember. But 
a great trio. cast. Um, I was like, oh, okay. It starts off very good. Kind of like a murder mystery kind of, you know, Leto's this fucking creep who's like, who claims to do some things and then, you know, I mean. I, I, but what is he in the movie? Ah, <laughs> New Year. <laughs> <laughs> New Year, amazing content. Um, I mean, can I spoil this for you? Or you? Well, you did. You did show me the final clip. I did, other, in fact. Yeah. Night, so yeah. I will, um, okay. Yeah. True. Um, yeah. So it's basically like Denzel and Rami team up to hunt this like person who's been like killing uh, young women. Mm. And then Leto knows everything about the case, and is this creep who's like avoiding them and like playing mind games with them. And then at the end, he like almost in a set. It's like very similar to Seven, almost like where in the end he kind of. You've seen Seven, right? Of course. I've seen seven. <laughs> just, just, just make sure. What's in the box? What's in the box? Um, where in the end he gets Rami alone and basically like push him to the brink of where he just like mm. kills Leto, yeah, uh, with, a, with, with a shovel. shovel. Yeah. And then um, it's it's pretty good in some parts, but throughout the whole movie, Denzel is very annoyingly like mysterious and it's like you know it's, it's the little things that get us it's like no Denzel it's not you fool and it's a like, shovel to the face it's, and it's like then it's later revealed that like five years ago because he's had like some trauma that the reason he's like he was like a high end detective but now he's like just a street cop mm. is because Denzel like when he was out looking for one of the girls who was missing he got jump scared by her and shot her dead <laughs> why'd you phrase it like that <laughs> Denzel got jump scared <laughs> He did. He was like, ah, shot her dead. Right. Um, it's like that's not a little thing, Denzel. That's you being very bad at your job. <laughs> that's an actual murder. That's literal murder, Denzel. Um, so yeah, not great. I'm gonna give it a five point five. Okay. Um, four yeah. of those points for the Leto shovel to the for face. the yeah exactly almost all of the points yeah. and and Rami is very good in it as well. I will say. Okay. Uh, by the way, when you reference seven, I was gonna go repeat. John Doe has the upper hand. <laughs> John Doe has the upper hand. <laughs> I can't believe that's my Morgan Freeman. <laughs> well, with Ooh. those mini reviews, with done, those little shit nuggets out of the way. All right, <laughs> a little harsh. Um, we're gonna dive into our three big films Ooh. that we've both seen. Um, I think we're gonna start with Violent Night, mm-hmm. then go Avatar Two, then go Knives Out Two. Yeah. Uh, Spoilers for all when we talk about them. Their time codes down below. Yeah. First of all, let's jump into Violent Night. Violent Night. A Woody movie. A Woody movie. A kind of accidental Woody movie. Yeah. We had a lot of other ones we wanted to go see, and this was the only one that was actually playing. Mm. But I have to say... A surprising shout. A surprising shout. I think... I saw the trailer for this. I was going to send it to you as like... Because I'll often send you a trailer and be like, this could be a kind of fun Woody movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't even send it to you. He's like, this looks too dumb. This, yeah. <laughs> Santa goes on a killing spree. It looks like a fake movie in Tropic Thunder or like Family Guy or something. Like yeah, It's yeah. like too it's movie too, it's, premise-y. It's too ridiculous. Know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but we ended up <laughs> paying our hard-earned money to go see this film <laughs> neither of us really wanted to see. Yeah. <laughs> Paid a lot of money. <laughs> Went for a lovely dinner, though. Did ah, Halifax shout out my guys? <laughs> shout out my bros. Um, and it was pretty fun. It was. It was like again, not a movie that takes itself very seriously. No, but it's not going to win any, any awards. But it for what it was, so delightful. About as good as you could probably do a premise like that. A mm-hmm. comedy action Santa is a is in Die Hard movie. Pretty. Yeah, literally. It's about yeah. as good as that can possibly be. Mm-hmm. David Harbour, 
Great choice for Santa. Mm-hmm. He's got that jelly on him. He's got that dad bod. I had a recent conversation with some friends um, who were saying David Harbour, and I'm not exaggerating, female friends, believe it or not, <laughs> Okay, were saying David Harbour is the hottest actor in Hollywood. And I genuinely thought they were joking. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I would say... But they, they were like, I love the dad bod. It's so fucking hot. And I was like, damn, what... I'm, what am I doing wrong being so ripped all the time? God, I see where I'm going wrong while I'm not getting that many women. It's because my body is too good looking. It's because I can fucking shred cheese on these abs. <laughs> but I, yeah, and here it's in, there's a steamy scene where he takes, takes it off and yeah. it's in full effect. So uh, the thing is, he is such a grandiose man. Sure. Mass wise. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I'm glad you treaded lightly around this. Um, no, no, the thing is, he's he's just such a big dude. Not in, yeah. Like not. I wouldn't say he's like fat. No. Fat. He's, he's got, got the dad bod. He's got the dad bod, but he's just massive. He's a tall guy. Yeah. I think I think he looks tall, anyways. Um, and so I can I can kind of see why the dad bod would work on him, and why would what does it the magic for Santa? It does. He he as we've said, a great Santa. But I did not. I would not say he's um, the hottest actor. The hottest, in Hollywood? Ho- ho- yeah, hottest actor in Hollywood. I don't know if I'd go that far either. But a handsome man. I, I um, would. He's like the kind of the fun uncle who your friends would maybe be a little bit attracted to. Sure. This very specific. <laughs> and then end up ruining your family dynamic by <laughs> by sleeping with him. Um, but yeah, I think I enjoyed the the Santa like myth that they built into mm-hmm. it. Like that he's again spoilers. He's like a Viking, and then he decides, you know, one way or another, he becomes Santa Claus, and like all the shit, like his his sack that he can <laughs> pull anything out of. I knew that God. was gonna, and like his list and stuff, and all yeah. that, all that shit. It was, no, it was I, fun. I, I like the whole, yeah, the where he just like picks his hand in, and just something random comes out of the sack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, New Year, great content. <laughs> um, I think. They also, yeah, I mean, to its detriment at times, but they did every Christmassy thing you could possibly do in, like, a murder action movie. Like, mm-hmm. he kills someone with a star. I think they throw snowballs. They go, like, sledding, kind of. And he, he does a um, tree. He's got the candy cane that he makes into, like, a the knife. The candy cane, yeah. They do all the, he says he all the Christmas sucks, lines. sucks it dry until it turns into a knife. <laughs> he slobber on that thing. He, uh, <laughs> That's he, what it says in the script. <laughs> in the scene, Santa slobbers on that thing. Harper smile. <laughs> he is a master slobberer. <laughs> they have to clarify what it actually means. Harper frowns. <laughs> Once double the pay now. Anyway. I'm um, not sucking any penis. <laughs> <laughs> I require much more money. That's Wait, why in most movies that David Harbour does, they put in a scene where he performs fellatio <laughs> just to cut budget. <laughs> He does it for free, then? God, I'm sorry. What the, more pe- the more penis he gets, <laughs> the cheaper the budget. <laughs> what is happening? What is, what is happening? Genuinely, what is this thing we're doing? Um, God. But Life hack. <laughs> get a surgeon. Remove the harbor ribs. You're good to go for life. You've got a self-sufficient machine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um... But I, I enjoyed, I, yeah, it's, it's super over the top and, you know, kind of stupid, mm. but it was, it clearly had like love put into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, terrible phrasing. You know, like clearly they cared about what they were making and they tried to make it fun. I think John Leguizamo was fun as the villain. Mm-hmm. 
little bit too much of the family stuff. I didn't really give a shit about them. Yeah. Like, I, I know you have to set it all up, but there was a little too much of, like, the daughter, were... uh, like, the fam- the son's not with the mother's riches. or I'm, I'm, Fuck off. I, I'm yeah, perfect. I mean, I did, I did not care about that side plot whatsoever. Yeah. Um, I will say, didn't hate the girl. Like, the daughter. Thought she was, no, she was pretty good. I thought she... There was some fun home alone type, exactly. type action. Yeah, pretty, some very brutal That was probably the most brutal moment in the movie, when the dude falls on his chin, the... The, yeah, the nail just goes nail straight goes through, through his, his chin. chin. That that was the only moment. I don't react to that viscerally, but that yeah. moment I was like, oh, nah, nah, <laughs> nah, fam. <laughs> there was some harbor vomit. There was at the start. That was fun. Um, set the tone. I like the like the alcohol like alcoholic Santa as well. Kind of like yeah. Uh, and the whole Mrs. Claus action. Mrs. It was also the thing that was nice about it was like he was clearly you know a bit of a degenerate Santa, but he still had the Santa. He was still very likable. He still had the mm-hmm. Santa traits. And then when Mrs. Claus sends the extra sack at the end, <laughs> honey, I, you forgot your sack at home. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed that. It was a wholesome fun movie. It was. I would actually recommend it. I think it's a fun one. I thought it was really really good. And um, like you know some of these like. Yeah, I mean, I like that they went, because it's a stupid premise, that they just went so over the top with some of the deaths and the amount of killings he did. Yeah. Like, in the the one at the end where he, like, forces the bad guy up through the chimney is like, oh. Yeah, no, that was great. great. That's great. Um, nice and bloody. Good very action. Very nice and bloody. The, the shed scene almost won our best action scene of the year award. It's true. So, yeah. Um, I would, honestly, I'd, I'll say, like, 8 out of eight out of 10. I'd go, like, a, yeah, 7.8. Like, 6 harbors out of... Eight chimneys? You'd go eight chimneys? Six chimneys. That's better. (laughs) (laughs) I will say I was kind of sad that Rudolph wasn't there. Yeah, that I guess I can't, I kind of look for that. I won't lie. I was like they could have done some reference with like the red nose or something. <laughs> so what's the biggest problem with um, that? There wasn't a Rudolph cameo. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe maybe they're saving it for the sequel. Uh, maybe they didn't do all the Christmas stuff. They didn't have Rudolph. Mm. They didn't do um. No, they did the cookies and milk and shit. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I would I would say pretty good. I would as well. Very surprisingly enjoyable. good. Mm-hmm. Speaking of surprisingly good, I was expecting this to be Ooh. good, but I, I didn't think it'd be as good as it was. Interesting. Avatar, The Way of Water. I walked in to this so incredibly hyped. Interesting. I've never heard you talk about the first Avatar. I love the first We've Avatar. We've done a movie podcast for five years. I don't think I've ever heard you say anything about Guys, Avatar. Guys, back me up in the comments. I'm a huge Avatar fan. Are you? I am. It makes sense. It's, it's your kind of movie. <laughs> Stupid. Stupid, big, and blue. <laughs> like, it's, like, about, you know, like, the nature, and it's this grand... I know you love the... I don't know, like, the space adventure slash the yeah. natural... You know. Whatever, you know the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. But I've never heard you talk about it. You've never mentioned it. It's because it's old. I guess. We talked about Pusher for like five minutes, but... <laughs> I've definitely mentioned Avatar before. If someone can find a clip of Freddy talking about Avatar from this podcast, I will personally give you a two-second shout-out. Okay. Well, that's happening. All right. Um, it's on. This one, I mean, again, it's a movie that I've just kind of like, when I watched it uh, the first time, uh, like the first Avatar, I was like, oh my God, this is, this is awesome. Then it's like, it's been 13 years, so, you know. Did you see it in the cinema? No. I don't think so. Um, but I was like, oh, this is awesome. This is amazing. And then, like, the more I've been hearing about it, ever since, like, the... Because it's almost been, like, this lore around it, you know? It's like, oh, he's yeah. the biggest movie ever made. He's doing this and this and this. Um, and when the trailer drops since then, I've been so excited for it. And because of all the water stuff, I, 
I love water. You're a water Sc- boy. Sco- scuba diver. Scuba boy. Bit of marine biology in you there. Know, you know it. Um, so then when I went to see it, I was like, I really hope it's going to be good. And it just... It blew me. Ah. Great <laughs> pun. Ah. Because they're... Because they're blue. <laughs> Painfully awkward knuckle crack? Because they're... Uh, they're blue. <laughs> A fight ensues? Yeah, that's... That should be on the DVD cover. <laughs> it blew me. Do you think when... Do you get do it? Do you think when Jake Sully um, is is uh, pretending to be someone he's not, is that a little bit Jake Sussy? <laughs> <laughs> I really did not. For some reason, didn't think it would go there. I should have known. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I can kind of let you take take more point on this because I saw you gave it a five out of five on five the letterboxd. Um, I thought it was very good as well. Mm. Couple of moments I would... Uh, I would hate on <laughs> which, which which moments, please. Well, I just think obviously it is a visual masterpiece, and that's mm. why you're going. And it's a lot more for me, at least. It was a lot more about the experience and the the visual and like the atmosphere absorption uh-huh. than the story. The story itself wasn't terrible. I thought some of the dialogue was pretty goofy. I get you. There's some like character interactions that feel. I feel like Jake Sully and the family stuff is pretty good. Mm-hmm. And pretty natural feeling. There's some nice... You get the, the family vibe. You get that they yeah, love yeah. each other. I think uh, Zoe Saldana's performance especially brings that out. Mm-hmm. But I think there's some... Especially those fucking humans who work with the bad guys. The fi- the, Austra- the Australian like fishermen guys. Okay, I will say... Terrible. Okay, I, I will admit. <laughs> but I think, again... It's something I just completely overlooked. No, like, this it's, is, a, it's kind of a nitpick in the it, grand it scheme. Is, it is a spectacle, you know? Yes. I'm not going to let the Australian fisherman <laughs> ruin <laughs> no, Avatar 2. It definitely didn't ruin it. But I'm just but saying, it felt so much like out of like a was, weird 90s movie. It was very weird. Let's, let's get around! Yeah. <laughs> it's like, not like freaking Australian mater. Yeah. Um, and I will say... I think the kid also had some bad dialogue. I don't think he was bad. Spider. Well, spider. Spider. Yeah. I think some um, of the writing was kind of kind of goofy. Besides that, besides my couple of minor nitpicks, I agree. Mm. An absolute feast for the senses. Uh, quick, Quickly staying on the nitpicks. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> the scientist guy? Who's scientist like, guy. Who's with the Australian fisherman. Right? Oh, sure, yeah. I did not like him. He was like... The, like some of the dialogue, as he's like about to be killed, he's like, Who's got this? Oh, yeah. Who's got this? Harpoon or spear now. Got the tiny dick now. As you're like, it's like okay, entering a horrific death. (laughs) It's like okay. Also, do you want to live? What the fuck was the deal with Sigourney Weaver? Was she her mom? The woman, the scientist from the first movie. Yes. So she was. So she was adopted. Yes. Okay. Okay. I was so confused by that. I'm not gonna lie. I I had little to no clue what was going on (laughs) in those scenes. No. Yeah. So that was the whole thing. She's a mystery. Like it was her. Concept, yeah, conception was a mystery. It was born through Grace's avatar, Sigourney's avatar. Gotcha. But then Sigourney also played this girl. Right. Oh wait, so Sigourney played yeah. really? Yeah. No way. Yes way. I was also surprised. I was Weird. like, Weird. I had no idea Kate Winslet was the fucking that one person. Yeah, who yeah, was? Yeah. Swear to God, not even kidding. And I was so disappointed when I found out I was wrong. I don't even know who it is, but I know it wasn't him. I thought the chief guy mm-hmm. that they came to was Benedict Wong. <laughs> his voice sounded so much like Benedict Wong I was so sure I was like no fucking way I, <laughs> I did not think that at all really upsetting um I will you know what I found out mm. so you know in the first one Neytiri's brother or or maybe not brother no the person she's supposed to marry 
sure, who, di- who dies. Anyways. Sure. Mother's Milk. No way. Yes way. What a king. Anyways. That's why that movie made $3 billion. <laughs> the death of Mother's Milk. <laughs> Anyways. A great movie. Yeah. I mean, atmosphere, visuals, music. The it, whole, the world building? It, it drew me in more than any film I've seen in a long time. Like, yeah. into the... It, it really felt like you're, like, kind of... I don't say, like, a ride or something, because that kind of has a, a negative yeah, connotation. Yeah, but no, it did. But, like, it, being absorbed. You were, you were fully immersed, Exactly, and, yeah. and, again, that's maybe why I wouldn't give it five out of five if I just saw this at home on my laptop. But sitting there... I've seen it twice now mm-hmm. in the cinema. Just big screen. With 3D. I've not seen the 3D yet. Ah, <laughs> fool. Casual. <laughs> <laughs> but sitting there, just, like, getting, like, and the great audio all around you, and just... I don't know. It was... Very immersive, and because of that, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and like so I'd say, like some in some movies where it's like you know, there's like the rebellious teen who doesn't really like you. Kind of like, oh, why are you doing that? Kind of gets on your nerves. I'd say like, even though he was the kind of rebellious teen, um, Loak in this one, mm. I didn't hate it at all. I kind of sat there, I was like, I can kind of sympathize. No, all the I think, despite my complaints about some of the dialogue and like a couple story beats, I think the story in general worked quite well. Mm. It was like simple enough but yeah. it kind of has to be because it's not the point and i thought yeah all the the rebellious teen stuff and like trying to fit into a new community it was all quite well done i actually think yeah kind of like the opposite of a lot of films i was whenever it got to like a story scene i wasn't like mad at it but i was almost like <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> threw my popcorn at the screen but i was thinking like i actually like enjoyed it more in other films, you might complain, like, oh, they're just scenes that are meandering and they're doing nothing. Mm. But when it was just them exploring, especially the underwater stuff, they're learning yeah. how to swim and control the animals and whatever. I loved it. Incredible. I just, I know they can't make it, like, a documentary, basically, but it, the parts of it that almost felt like that, where you're just transported to this world. Exactly. And that's, yeah, that's the whole thing where it's, like, it's a whole new world you're discovering. So I have no problem spending a lot of, like, time just sitting there getting to know it. Yeah. And, but it does also work as well as it does because it has, like, a comprehensive at the very least story mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know i what do you what do you think of um the colonel being brought back i liked it i thought i'd start i was like mm, is this gonna be kind of kind of cringe it's gonna be kind of mid tacky kind of thing <laughs> yeah but, it, that's the thing it felt it was almost like a again like a 90s movie twist where it's like actually He's, he's a clone and he's, he's back. back. But but it was kind of... It did kind of work. Well, they because they tied it into like, you know, he bonds with his son. He also... I thought there was going to be more of a... He understands the people now that he basically has become one of them. So Wasn't They didn't really go down that so route. I feel like... And that's the thing I'm worried about with him already making like the fourth movie and stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like they almost have to kind of explore that in the next one because he's been saved by Spider now. I feel like it's going to be... Again, master prediction here. Mm. I think the next movie is going to be... That, Fire planet. That probably might happen. Let's go. <laughs> but I think... <laughs> Fire <Cat> world. planet. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get... Hamster world. <laughs> Avatar, even, the not, way of the hamster. Not even remotely in the style of Avatar. It's just Jake Sully goes into the body of a hamster. <laughs> Do you think if uh, Jake Sully did a lot of glutivations, he'd be called Cake Sully? <laughs> Yeah. Um, but anyways, for the next movie, I think, again, mass prediction, I think that the colonel, there's like, he's gonna be like, oh, I... Sorry, <laughs> Sully really threw me. <laughs> can't just go and be like, so in the prediction, the colonel's gonna just like... Cake Sully? 
Snakes here and slaps it. I'm looking a bit like cake sully today. <laughs> Tsunamis are created. <laughs> the way of water is discovered. <laughs> the way of water is disrupted. The, the natural balance. Vill- the village is washed away. God. Sorry. Master prediction. <laughs> What happened here? <laughs> Everything is devastated. It was Cake Sully. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh. Anyways, master prediction. The colonel is going to return to base. Someone new is going to come. A new bad guy. They're going to, like, ask to be teamed up. Then he's, at some point in the movie, he's going to be faced with a choice of, like, having to kill Spider or something like that. Decides to not do that. And then turns against the people kind of jake sully style in the first one yes and then the colonel jake sully spider natiri everyone the whole gang the whole gang become one i can i can absolutely see that um i think james cameron would love that like parallel to the mm. first film and all that yeah and they'd clearly set up his like redemption-esque uh-huh. you know things yeah i'm excited for more avatar movies actually it's a yeah it's like it's a the reason the first one was so successful and this one i guess is it is a movie experience unlike any other. It like is. You can't get this in It's any completely other kind of just... It's yeah, nothing to compare it to. Yeah. I would go with a 8.9 out of 10, personally. Ooh, okay. I'm going to go a uh, 9.7. <sighs> Hot diggity dog. Would yeah. you say better than the first? I would say better than the first. God dang. Your favorite film? Allegedly, maybe not. <laughs> no, I never said my again. Favorite there's film. a two second shout out on the line here. <laughs> um, I love it. Fair enough. All right. Well, then, speaking of cinematic experiences, one cannot get anywhere else. You're the imposter, Benoit. Benoit, you're the imposter. Says Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also some old lady from something famous. I can't remember. Yeah, I I don't know. I recognized her, but I, yeah. But just the just the image of Benoit Blanc sitting naked with a fez playing Among Us <laughs> in now, the wh- bathroom. Now, what is this now? What on the emergency meeting? Benoit drowning. <laughs> Benoit, sorry, normally, but bubbles. <laughs> no, is that what he actually says? No. <laughs> but it does now, come up. Now, what is this? An emergency meeting? <laughs> you, are you calling me sus? <laughs> I really wish they'd brought in sus somehow. Benoit, you're sus! <laughs> I don't understand. What is that? I had a really good one. Jar Jar Binks? I had a really good one before. I don't understand. I don't understand. Now listen. I'm not Batman. He says that. He does. The most hopeless. The, I most, just, the I, most hopeless Ben White person I just remember. I promise you <laughs> that. I've been practicing. <laughs> it's such a sad sentence. Okay, I've never practiced it, but I thought about no, it. No, you've definitely practiced it. Embreviate. not a word <laughs> so shit. that was so good that one was great 
<laughs> that one was on point. Anyway, Glass uh, Onion, a Knives Out mystery. <laughs> we just got to it. <laughs> End of pod. A great movie. A great movie. I am working on a little BHL vid on it. Oh, you wouldn't do But, um, a very... Very great film. Would you say you enjoyed this the first one more? Ooh, okay. Hear me out. I think I definitely enjoyed this one more. Okay. But I don't know if that's because of the hype and build-up after we found out the first one was so nutty. That Um, is, yeah. In terms of actual movie, I think this one maybe had a better mystery, I want to say. Maybe. I don't know. I think there are more layers to this one and more twists. AKA the glass onion. I look at the, no, I'm not going to do No, 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 go on. I look at the center of this glass onion. You might as well put a gun <laughs> on a <laughs> table. So <laughs> genuinely sounds like Forrest Gump. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I think they're both, you know, obviously <laughs> twists on the, you know, mystery genre. This one, when it did the, uh, we said spoilers, mm. when it did the flashback and it's like, actually it's her twin sister. At the I, start, did not, I did not see that coming. I didn't see it coming. At the start, it was a little bit of a avatar situation where I was like, is this going to be kind of really tacky? Like, it's actually my twin twin that died kind of thing. Mm. But it worked really well. And it was, yeah. it was, it wasn't like a, the way those twists kind of get a reputation for being kind of hack twists are, it comes out of nowhere and it's just to surprise you. But clearly this was thought out and. Played a very big part in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'd say, I thought the way that they kind of, I don't know, Benoit comes across as way more intelligent in this one than in the first yes, one, I think. I, I and I like the way that that whole kind of flashback kind of built that up, you know? Yeah, I, I enjoyed a lot. The first one, as I kind of mentioned in my video, he, he does kind of accidentally himself into figuring out the mystery. Oh, yeah, he is, like, as they also say in the Honest trailer, uh, this year detective is about as sharp as a bowling ball. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it, honestly, part of the first film's, like, humor could kind of be Benoit Blanc is just not a good detective. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, like, this mystery is unfolding around him and really it's Anna yeah. Armas who's the main character. Whereas in this one, like, the fact that they set it up, he solves this relatively smaller mystery right off the bat with the one Edward Norton sets up. And then also figures out everything else Mm -hmm. in a really good way yeah it was he came across much more as the world's greatest detective in this yeah exactly um was he was he known as the world's greatest detective in the first one i think it was known as just like kind of a vaguely famous detective but i think yeah i I also love that it it isn't like a direct sequel to the first one like it's Mm -hmm. like and uh, i I saw a quote from ryan johnson where he was saying he was annoyed that they made him put a knives out mystery in the title because obviously they want to market it like that but he was like i want it and this is the exact vibe you get from it. He was like, I want it to be like those mystery novels that like each one's a new chapter where it's just like, you know, Hercule Poirot or, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, Nancy Drew or whoever else. Tintin. Tintin. I don't Sure. <laughs> cool. Yeah, 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 that works. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking spot on. <laughs> like you can take it like off the shelf, like a, just a new mystery. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the, all the political humor and like all the satire was quite funny. yeah. yeah. I, I was worried. <laughs> Dave Batista is a Twitch streamer who loves boobs. Yeah, <laughs> and watch him watches himself get cucked. It seems he does. Yeah, and he only gets mad when it doesn't result in business <laughs> help. <laughs> I will say I was a little bit worried about the whole like if they were to go like too heavy on the whole COVID thing, but then yes. they didn't go to COVID free. Out of nowhere, Ethan Hawke shows <laughs> up <laughs> with the COVID vaccine. I guess yeah, just, just shoots them in the mouth. Yeah. Um. Yes, I did think. 
that's the thing that also impresses me is that we've talked about before there was some movie that came out i think it was with james mcavoy where it was like the pandemic romantic comedy like a year ago and it's like motherfucker we are still in the pandemic i don't want to yeah. watch a fucking pandemic comedy mm-hmm. and even now that we're out of it most of me is thinking like i don't want to be reminded of this mm-hmm. ever and this one did not annoy me no because i mean because in fairness when they filmed this COVID was at an all-time high. Yeah. And it just kind of, like, incorporated that into the, like... Like, some of my friends who watched it are like, oh, it was so heavy on the COVID. So I was like, I don't think it was... No, it was only... it was the, totally fine. It was, like, in the beginning, and... And they mentioned it, like, a couple of times. Yeah, and that also just gives a time frame. It's fine. Yeah, I think the thing is, the reason... And obviously, if it's done poorly, it's just, like, bad. But mm-hmm. the reason that I keep thinking it's, like, annoying is that movies... Like, you think of movies as, like, fiction, and yeah. then... And that seems like such a real world thing. But I think about it like this, like also, like at a certain point in time, like we view like World War Two or something as like just part of his. It's like part of yeah. every like every movie you assume if, World War Two happened. Mm-hmm. But like, and I guess in a while, like COVID will also be like that, where it's just like a thing that happened that at happened. this time. Um, but yeah, I did. There was something I was going to say on that. Um, just the cast of characters. I, en- I enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. I think... Um, very good Edward Norton, I'd say. Great Norton. I thought Janelle Monet was very good. I liked... I don't know her name. Whiskey, Duke's girlfriend. Madeline Klein. Madeline Klein. thought she was good. I, I mean, everyone was good. I, yeah. I think Leslie Odom Jr. was a, and Catherine Hahn were a little bit more on is the Cat, forgettable is side. Is Catherine Hahn the... Politician. Politician and Leslie, who's... He's the scientist guy. All right, gotcha. Yeah, I mean... A little more on the forgettable-ish yeah, side. Yeah, I mean, they were just kind of like... They're there, but um, I liked uh, Iron Fist's girlfriend, Jessica Henwick. Um, the her assistant. Oh, the assistant. Okay, yeah. True. And she was actually everyone was really good. She was Birdie was really good as well. Everyone was great. Mm-hmm. Um, no, honestly, just and the the random guy on the island who's just yeah. kind of strolling around. <laughs> I thought he was gonna have something to do with the whole thing, but it was just he it's literally just, just chill, was a chill, <laughs> yeah. chill guy. He's actually played by the same guy. Do you remember Trooper Wagner from the first movie, the Lakeith's like assistant? Is that that guy? It's the same guy, yeah. I don't think it's the same character, but it's just, yeah, it's the same actor. He's apparently in all of Ryan Johnson's movies. He's just, like, his buddy. That's awesome. <laughs> kind of like nutty, it. yeah. Um, when you become a big director, please. All right, I'll put, I'll put Lele in every movie. Oh, okay. That's exactly what I wanted. As the star. <laughs> and just the villain. You. <laughs> and your scene will be the love interest every goddamn time. <laughs> um, Speaking of love interests, Hugh... Well, should we get on to the nutty stuff? I, okay, I, know, I noted down some nutty things. Okay, yeah, well, let's talk nutty, and then we can talk overall thing at the end as well. Sure. Uh, first of all, Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant, who has confirmed they are married. There I, you go. I said it, I've, I've talked about it to, <laughs> don't know why I'm having this conversation with many different <laughs> groups of people. <laughs> so, are they friends, or are <laughs> they a couple? Some people are saying they're obviously married. Some people mm. said they were just partners. Some people said he's just like his butler or something like they mm. just like they have no intimate relationship yeah and when but, i first saw it i, I was kind of a little bit almost like butler i think because he was cooking exactly I, was, I, I did not it did not immediately strike me as oh that's his husband but then but, when he's like in the tub and they kind of have a little bit of a bickery back and forth a little bit thing mm-hmm. he's married to fletcher mundo benoit oh, like, is benoit. married to hugh grant god does it get better D- does not what, what was a, such a good such combo. a cameo we also have the hawk cameo quite enjoyable just yeah. very very just so because uh, does he take his glasses off he does not no right i was like this looks so much like ethan hawk <laughs> what is he doing here we have this is an underrated nutty moment i don't think 
this you might not even remember this happens. Ooh. But both times that I watched this movie, it did make me laugh out loud. Just because we have so many memes about Benoit. There's a part where Benoit is snooping, listening to something, and he is hiding behind like a nude like Greek statue. Okay. And it's just Benoit's face in front of a booty. Just <laughs> Benoit just sitting there with a butt in his face, and then he moves away, and the camera just holds on the butt for a little bit. Just very funny. Um, very nutty. We do have a Jeremy Renner hot sauce. Hot sauce, which. For the record... Threw me so off guard. By the way, we are recording this on January 3rd. Currently, Jeremy Renner is in critical but stable condition. Yes. So, uh, you know, we we meme on the Renner and the mm. Renner app. We would like to say we hope best you, wishes. Best hope he's wishes. okay. But in this film, a very nutty Renner reference. Very again, nutty. threw me off that... First of all, again, so many references feel like they were specifically made, made for, for us. us. <laughs> like, why is the Jeremy Renner hot sauce even a thing and here? It's, and then they, it actually comes into the plot, and it's running hot. <laughs> Very good. Um, There's the Jared Leto's hard kombucha. <laughs> <laughs> again, a Leto reference. A letter. What else could you want? Nothing. And, of course, um, Benoit playing a... You're the imposter, Benoit. I'm very bad at stupid things. <laughs> like, what was that? Clue? Is that what it's called? No. Yeah, Clue. Clue is a stupid game. That is the Aegean Sea. Because <laughs> it's a silly, stupid game. I'm very bad at stupid things. It may sound like a word, but it isn't. But it isn't. Um, but you're one panache you got from me. <laughs> but yeah, Benoit is introduced playing Among Us, which again With a, in a in a bathtub wearing a face. <laughs> it is like a a super dated reference, but it works because it was the movie set in May 2020, yeah. so that is when exactly. that was a popular thing and kind of funny. Also hilarious. I mean, very, I, very funny. I have to say, I was the only one in the cinema who laughed. I think someone groaned. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Uh, but um, yeah, also I had a horrible conversation. I had to explain to, on my second watch, I watched it with my parents when I was out on Netflix. Mm. I had to explain to both of them what Among Us was. All right, so, so Papa, Papa Hudson, Hudson, you're sus. Also, Papa Hudson, so let's say the three of us are doing some tasks and then I see you vent. That makes you <laughs> sus. And then, and then Mama Hudson, I saw you in electrical. <laughs> but you weren't doing your task. <laughs> do I need to call an emergency meeting? <laughs> I sound like oh Stallone. God. Why do I sound like Stallone? That was an so emergency meeting. An emergency meeting. <laughs> you come with me on the day of my daughter's emergency meeting. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, no. An incredible moment. What, what a time uh, to be alive. Honestly... Blew me like, and I remember you were just like, <laughs> tell me because you watched it before me. I you was were like, so excited for you to see it. You were like, now I'm not gonna spoil what it is, but around ten minutes in, there's an incredible Benoit introduction. I is are the words I believe you used. Yep, yep. And what did I lie? You did not lie. I did not lie. The, the cards you showed me were true. They were <laughs> goddamn. I was not expecting it at all. God, but, but overall, who, but who could be expecting a Benoit Among Us movie? <laughs> Of all the things I would expect in, in... Can we get maybe in Knives Out 3, which, how should Benoit be introduced? Let's brainstorm. I was thinking Fortnite. Mm, or it could be, Benoit, Benoit, why are you giving us the Riz? <laughs> Benoit, why do you have the light skin stare? Or just, just, just a TikTok dance in general. I wouldn't be surprised. But be Benoit, why are you busting it down? <laughs> I, could, I could see that for sure. Right? But um, overall... <clears throat> I would give, I thought Knives Out 2, Glass Onion was amazing. Mm -hmm. I'd give it 
a 9.5. It's not a word. That was really good. That was, um... I'm sorry, I'm confused. Is that the actual Mona Lisa? (laughs) (laughs) Is that the actual Mona Lisa? Also, a very enjoyable final shot of um, Edward Norton watching the Mona Lisa get destroyed, and he's just... It's <laughs> just like screaming like <gasps> also a little easter egg that i totally found i didn't read on twitter uh did you notice that the, the final shot of janelle monet like looking out is meant to be like the mona lisa where they're like you can't tell if she's smiling you can't tell if she's happy or sad or whatever Ooh, very nice i did not see that me neither but i, I read about it later <laughs> maybe that's just a coincidence well not genuinely yeah probably was intended as the exact opposite <laughs> she's supposed she's to look the, like uh, edward norton <laughs> <laughs> and she did a very good job <laughs> I, I'm gonna give this here movie. Uh, Yours a, is awful. No, my, mine is great. Yours is terrible. Mine is perfect. Much, <laughs> you sound like much a like much like this movie. <laughs> you sound like a character from Logan Lucky. That's a win, actually. That's a huge dub. <laughs> <laughs> you say that like it's a negative thing. <laughs> Wait, which Craig accent is better, Logan Lucky? I am incarcerated. Or now that's Huey. Now that's Huey. Now, see, now that was Huey. Now that's Huey. The thing is, you say Huey like it's a person, and it is not. <laughs> it is a state of mind. God, you this do podcast an, an is genuinely pod 100%. Only I would be so fucking down. I want to do that so much. <laughs> we can we do an It Chapter 2 review only in <laughs> Now, how about we do the rest of this here podcast in no, the Benoit? No. Okay. No. That's, that's <laughs> well, Fine. I'm going to give this a... A 9.3 out of 10. Out of 10. Anyway, let's move on. (laughs) It's now time for... Tom News. (laughs) It's really hard to not do. It's really hard to not duke. (laughs) It's good. (laughs) Endless loop. Uh, Tom Cruise. Let's see. This is recorded, by the way... Well, a week well in advance of this mm. pod, Tuesday, January third. So this will be out of date, but whatever. Um, Tom Cruise film Top Gun Maverick ends twenty twenty two as number one movie in the world. I'm pretty sure it has since been dethroned though by Avatar. But let's see. Let's see here. Or at the very least, it's getting very close. Yeah, very. Cl- I think eventually avatar will top it mm-hmm. but at the moment at the moment top gun maverick is the number one movie Very and impressive. what a win Can I, what, huge crazy win. crazy for a definitely not a niche movie i mean a very popular film but but at the same time not a film that i thought would be as popular as i thought it'd maybe no. hit the four five hundred kind of maybe. yeah maybe just crack the top 10 mm-hmm. but to be a worldwide phenomenon it's just so good congratulations crews so that's very impressive boot licking for one day <laughs> um we're now going to move on to the announcements and such, which will re- either be recorded next week, mm-hmm. or we'll get to them all the week after. I Here agree. we go now. <laughs> wow. Wow. What announcements. Can't believe that uh, uh, that it was actually Benoit that took Duke's gun. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen you hang your head in such shame. <laughs> Thank you very much for watching and listening. If you enjoyed... Drop, don't give me that little sassy hand wave as if you're getting into characters like a cowboy or some shit. If you enjoyed, uh, drop a like, subscribe. If Benoit Blanc was in Rampage, would he say, if you enjoyed? <laughs> God damn it. This year's off to such a bad start. 
Actually, you know, I think we saved the two hundred the hundred sixty ninth episode with this, the sexiest of endings possible. Mm. If you enjoyed, drop a like, subscribe, hit the bell button. Bell bombs. Bell bombs. If you're on YouTube, uh, comment your thoughts on all the things we talked about and the pod down below. I'm losing it as I go along. <laughs> as, the more I do, that's not a Benoit quote. <laughs> You need to be fueled by Benoit yeah. quotes. Just hit uh, a Benoit quote. Okay, quote okay. Um, okay, let me let me go. <clears throat> I'm not Batman. <laughs> Miles I was Bra- actually closer to Batman than Benoit. <laughs> Miles Braun, isn't it? People are definitely so sick of this. We've done this for like an hour. Uh, if you want to check us out other places than YouTube, we are on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, you can leave a five-star rating, drop a nice review, mm. uh, and let your friends know. Benoit sent you. You can find me on YouTube, <laughs> BHL Hudson, Instagram, Twitter, BHL underscore Hudson, TikTok, BHL Hudson, Letterboxd, Real BHL Hudson. You can email the pod at BHL Hudson, visit gmail.com. All these links are down below in the description, by the way. Well, let me just get into character. Okay. I don't need an iPad. Right. You can find me on Twitter at FDK right, underscore Dolph Sniper. You lost it so fast. You can, <laughs> the iPad one was pretty good, and then immediately... I don't need an iPad. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at FDalgard, and you can find me on YouTube at FDK space Hooey. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next time, iPad. <laughs> I'm the imposter. <laughs> God. If anyone ever plays this to me, I'll have no defense for what this is. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> <laughs>